Alrighty guys, welcome back to hashtag make it make sense. I'm so so excited because I have my home girl Caitlin here. Hi friend. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Great. Um, so okay, Caitlin, like why do I have you here today? <laughs> well, um to make a long story short, to discuss what's been going on in life. I mean, despite the pandemic and everything else in between business yeah um which for me has been very uphill mm -hmm. uh compared to most so i am very humble about it um just the entire situation so mm -hmm. i've been working non-stop 24 7 which i'm not complaining about but it's been a good learning experience i think and eye-opening mm -hmm. about a lot of things yeah caitlin is like the boss babe and like she is very humble like when you look at her like you would never expect for her to be so humble but for her age and to be so successful it's just like yes like you have to come on here and like give us your secrets and just like talk about it because literally if caitlin can do it shit we can all do it some way fashion shape or the other um so talk about how did i even meet you well this was back in 2018 going into 2019 oh no i started at the yes. company in 2019 so it was just did, last yeah. year why does it feel like i've known you for so much longer i don't know i yeah no actually yeah. i think i do believe that spirits can like yeah and if we don't connect then it's you know and you're a capricorn too no i'm a sag oh okay yeah. but you're a female sag i get along well apart yeah. from my mom <laughs> my mom's a sag but really oh yeah she's uh december 12th there, okay, there's a difference. People always say that, okay, if you're Sagittarius, all of you guys are basically the same, but yeah. I feel like when you hit December beyond, you're a completely different Sag, because I have Sag friends. Yeah. But they're born in December, but our personalities are a little different. I feel like, what? when is your birthday? November 26th. Okay, so you're like early, you're before December. December so if you're yeah. like before <laughs> December, you're okay. Or if you're like early December you're good but anything like after december 12th like the 12th and onwards <laughs> like you're for the streets sorry like i can't i can't deal with you it's too much i want to punch you in your face but <laughs> yeah. we met in 2019 when you started at aerotech mm -hmm. i think i mean the rest is history right like, honestly like i don't even know like how the first conversation went it was just like oh i see another girl she looks somewhat like me yes another black oh, girl, girl. Let's go. Okay, so I introduced myself to you. I don't believe in being stush or like rude to new people, mm -hmm. so I just made conversation and yeah. you felt like a really good, genuine person. So yeah. and we clicked and yeah. it was and now here we are. Yeah. So, um have you always liked business? Um, somewhat. Okay. I think it depends like the type of industry that you're in. Mm -hmm. I worked with you at Aerotech, for example, um, and then prior to a few, um, like, in the mall types of jobs. And yeah. then I worked as well into interior design. Um, and I think that I enjoyed the aspect of being your own boss and not being micromanaged because I hate that more than anybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I kind of found my calling. I would say back in 2017, um, I was doing like a lot of jobs related to kitchen bathroom planning and I wasn't finding any sort of like peace with it or I wasn't content with the job anymore. It, it was becoming very boring and I get bored very easily. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, from that point, I decided to branch out and see what my other options were because I find that in the program that I did do, it didn't show me enough about what my options were outside of just being a designer for a home for luxurious properties, which obviously straight out of school, no one's just automatically going to trust you with right. unless you have connections or um, some sort of resource, right? Um, so then I looked into real estate and I figured, hey, like I, I do still love design. I love being... Um, arts and crafts basically mm -hmm. I like drawing and um, I like putting my concepts on paper and just making it come to life so mm -hmm. I branched off and went into real estate I studied it the studying oh my god what was that like it was a nightmare um mm. I mean I liked it to an extent like when you understand things obviously you love it but when you're confused and when the verbiage is so different I think the way you perceive it is a little bit different so I think a lot of people's perception of real estate is so different than what it is when you actually work in the field. So that's the reason why I didn't like it as much. But when I actually got into it, like now I'm over the moon, like excited about it. Like every day I wake up and I, I look forward to who I'm going to be meeting, whether it's the same people that I've been working with for months, years, or just a day, like the first time meeting them. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nice. So how you've been doing real estate for like a little over a year now. Yeah. Nice. So, like, what it was real estate like at the beginning of COVID till now? I think the beginning of COVID was uh, a shock mm -hmm. to everybody, not just new agents. Yeah. But for me, I would say the experience was, like I said, very eye-opening. So, um, I, I was luckily working with a, a good client of mine when the pandemic was, like, at its peak. Mm -hmm. um, so, this would be mid-March and my expectations i had none right i don't think anyone can prepare for a pandemic or right a lockdown so i ended up continuing to work with this person i mean despite being scared for our lives to get sick they were still willing to go out and look at properties and i think that's the biggest lesson i've learned is that real estate it doesn't ever stop like it is an amazing investment and um when you need to find a house, you need to find a house, exactly. right? Regardless if the world is crashing down on you. Mm -hmm. So um, that's something that I think in any economy, that's a must. So I think I, I did go in the right path. But I think it was um, a good opportunity for me to to learn about things that I didn't realize were so important before. Because mm -hmm. I think the biggest thing that this pandemic has taught everybody is that like certain jobs are not always guaranteed and no matter how stable you think a company would be with you um, mm -hmm. or have you as an employee it's not always the case right stability is key um so let's say like walk us through like a first time home buyer like what are the do's and don'ts uh first time home buyers i i work with a lot of them i think that's my niche now mm -hmm. i think the biggest do's let's start with do's pre-approvals so making sure that you are pre-approved for okay. a certain amount just because it makes it a lot easier right right when it comes to looking for the right property i right. mean i've shown people like for example if their budget's 600 and it's a hard 600 properties that are worth 700 and it, it hurts right it's like breaking someone's heart right they go through a property and they fall in love with it but to be told they can't afford it mm -hmm. right um another do is kind of trying your best to be on the same page especially if there's more than one person in the transaction or a part of your decision making right mm -hmm. so um whether it's a couple or friends or parents children siblings whichever 
it's very important to know exactly what you like or just have an open mind when it comes to um, cooperating and being very much cooperative on certain things that you guys might want to meet in the middle about. So, right. I mean, I think that a lot of the experiences I have had with first-time buyers when it comes to making sure they know what they want as a do is they'll go into a property and that they don't realize certain things like having access to the garage from inside the house. Like, that's a luxury. Not a lot of people think about when they go through initially or when they're thinking of their dream home, right? Right. These are just um, good features to have that I think a lot of people don't realize until they're put in the situation, as with a lot of things, right? You don't usually think of absolutely everything. It's not possible. Mm -hmm. um, another do, I would say having an idea of... Uh, what your maximum maximum budget would be so like what you feel most comfortable with so there's a pre-approval where you are approved for up to a maximum of like I said 600 mm -hmm. but there's also actually sitting down putting ink pen to paper figuring out the calculations what's comfortable for you to live mm -hmm. with right mm -hmm. um, otherwise you dig yourself into debt right um, now the don'ts uh, <clears throat> I would say do not go into a property just to say, like, hey, I want to see what I would get with a budget of 800000 mm -hmm. If I know I can only afford 600000 <laughs> Like, I know a lot of people, they say, okay, I want to see exactly what's out there. Just because out of curiosity, mm -hmm. right? But then you go through a property like this. And then now, like I said, you fall in love with it. Mm -hmm. And then I bring you to properties that are actually within your budget. And then it's like you're subconsciously comparing to every other property that we're going into compared to the one that we just came out of, right? Right. Um, I don't think there, there's really many don'ts. I think you know when you know. I always say, like, go with your gut feeling because there's nothing stronger than that. I mean, you don't want to buy something impulsively, mm -hmm. like a purse, and then regret it the next week. Right. Because then you'll never work with me again because I never talked to you out of it. <laughs> <laughs> so these things, like take time obviously so it's safe to say like make i guess like a checklist of all the things that you want yeah okay or just keep it in the back of your mind like or right. even make a note like as you go through houses like i said you'll see things that maybe you're like you didn't think of before mm -hmm. and at that point you have that as a okay no this is a must-have like an ensuite an ensuite bathroom in a master bedroom like, right i can't live without that you know mm -hmm. Um, that's usually something you'll make a mental note of or have in your notes or just somewhere and just bring it up in conversation after showings and things like that amongst you and your spouse or whoever mm -hmm. else you're buying the property with. Um, but yeah, I would say being on the same page helps a lot. Okay, cool. Like I know for me, I absolutely love condos and ideally if I could afford it, I would get a condo downtown Toronto. But with that being said, the housing market in Toronto is in insane houses are going for like millions of millions of dollars without a pool and your backyard is like from here to the length of my arm like it's ridiculous but what would you suggest would be better for a first-time home buyer like getting a condo or actually getting a house i think okay be a little bit more specific so are you looking for an investment? Are you looking for a, a, your first property to live in? Like my first property to live in, like by myself. Okay. I think it also then depends on the amount of space you need. Do you have a pet? I have a dog. Okay. Yeah, you know, Zena. Hmm. So yeah. like me and Zena need something <laughs> comfortable. I feel like 
me getting a house just right off rip it's like yeah. too much definitely but i also do think it, it is it is something you learn to appreciate because obviously Zena's a dog so mm-hmm. having that backyard space and green space would be great for her to come mm-hmm. around and just be able to get fresh air right as right. with us I right. mean, although we have balconies and things like that, it's not right. practical for dogs long term. Um, what I find a lot of people do is that they'll purchase a condo in the city if it's a little bit more convenient because obviously prices, like you said, are bonkers mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think as you get older and decide to expand your family if you want to, right? Right. whether it's with dogs, cats, or babies, mm-hmm. you're going to want to look for a house. Um which you'll realize at time your views on things like that will change mm-hmm. but i think yeah no a great uh, starter home would definitely be a condo mm-hmm. um just because it's i mean it's a lot easier to maintain one um it's your first ever property it requires less maintenance because you pay a maintenance fee right there's right. someone else uh, the condo corporation who's taking care of all of the the heavy duty repairs right for your property exterior and interior and you have all these other amenities in that building mm-hmm. um but like i said with the house it's another liability exactly. <laughs> it's like everything is basically up to you right you manage your property you uh, maintain it you're your own condo corporation in that sense mm-hmm. um but yes like you were saying uh the prices for for condos and for homes in all of toronto has been crazy um i actually have some stats that i think i shared with you a few times yes bring on the stats baby numbers do not lie folks so let's hear it they do not because it's just like i don't understand i don't even have a pool and a house is going for like what three million dollars excuse me like what is going on here yeah like, for example, I'm going to see if I can bring up the stats from March, actually, into April. Like, what was happening during that time, because yeah. I think that was when everything started, just so, like, you can see in comparison yeah. what's happened over the last five months, I would say. The real question is, how long is this going to last, because the pandemic. Right? Right, Caitlin, honey, I'm over it, eh? It's, oh, it's been like a year. I need to go fly out somewhere. I need to go to Jamaica. I need to go to Bahamas. I need to go to Vegas. I want to go back to the South. Like, South is in, like, the United States of America. Like, I can't do this no more. Yeah, no, I think the biggest thing for a lot of people now is the fact that they they don't like being told that they have to stay inside. They want to be able to stay inside by yeah, choice. exactly. Which is, like apparently the model of all anti-maskers but like i do wear a mask it's just it is a subconscious thought as bad as it is Mm -hmm. it's frustrating it's like you're grounded oh for sure like life as i know it it's not over but it's just completely different and i don't think it can ever go back to the way it was like i'm literally thinking a year ago like caravana weekend I was living it up with, like, thousands of people at OVO and, like, events downtown. That's insane. Will that ever happen? Will I ever get to go back to BMO Field and, like, turn up for Toronto FC? Like, I'm going to have to watch that ish virtually from my computer? Like, get out. Like, that's so weird. Like, I can't even wrap my head around it. It's actually crazy to me, but... 
I mean, this is our new normal, as they say. No, it needs to get fixed by January 16th. And you know why, people, it needs to get fixed by January 16th? Because that's the day Antoinette was born. And I want to turn up with my people. But the fact that I can't do something big, I'm going to have to do something tiny, tiny then, like, who to invite, like, where to go. We have to worry about this COVID protocol from that. And it's just I like, know. Oh. And they're changing every day, which is making it even more confusing. Oh, my God. It's just like crap. Maybe I should just turn up in my bed. But knowing me, that's not going to happen. Happen, yeah. <laughs> I'll be messaging people, like, the you day will. of, within two hours, you need to be here. <laughs> Facts. So, um, yeah, no, I have it here. So, this is just the stats from the month of March, right? Mm-hmm. So, like I said, COVID, I think, hit. And we were on lockdown as of the 13th or the 15th of March. So this is for the entire month of March, right? Um, so like the year over year increased in sales were up 12.3% compared to last March. Um, but seasonally, like from February to March, there was a, a negative adjustment for the number of sales of mm-hmm. 20.8%, which is a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, just in comparison to one month, the amount of sales dropping that significantly, which was obviously due to COVID, right? Right. Um, and then the Bank of Canada interest rates being so low as 0.25%, which I think is expected to stay the same over the next few, I would say year. Mm-hmm. I, I don't foresee it being um, any higher just because like it's the only way for them to be able to stabilize the economy. Right. Um, I know they were saying, like, a lot of economists were saying how um, they're expecting that we'll bounce back from this crisis. But it doesn't seem like it's going to be anytime soon. Definitely not. Now, for the month of September, just remember those numbers, okay? I just remember, what? 1.52. Well, down, um, down. in total transactions, 20.8% from February to March. Whoa. And then up 12.3% year over year in okay. sales. Okay. Which is pretty standard the 12.3% because they say that it's supposed to be 12% every single year consistently just over the last decade mm-hmm. um as an increase in transactions market value things like that so more recently mm-hmm. so from September of last year compared to se- September of this year transactions have been up 42.3% so the transactions have been going up significantly right it's like double the amount from when we were looking at back in March. Mm-hmm. Um, now, compared to August, now there's only been a, I guess, adjustment or a decrease in sales, 5.3%. This is now stating that compared to September of last year, we're up 14%, and there's been a seasonal adjustment um, down. and that's a total increase for new listings at 30.8 so as you can see there's been I think a good jump of new listings coming to the market since they reopened everything for like a day right and then now obviously I mean who's to know what's going to happen this month but just based off of my experience I think it's slowed down quite a bit and a lot of people are waiting to see what happens with the market as we get into the colder months Mm -hmm. um but we are still experiencing um an employment unemployment rates like going up and up and up like we're at 13.9 percent right now for unemployment mm. in all of toronto wow but the overnight rate is still low so i mean if you're still employed and want to buy a house that's still an option right. for you 
Uh, but yeah, that's kind of what's been happening. It's short and sweet. Some stats for you. Because, like, I'll be, like, walking my dog around the neighborhood, and yeah. there's, like, bare houses, like, around here that are, like, going for sale. So it's just, like, in my head, I'm like, okay. Even downtown Toronto, because I work downtown, too. Lots yeah. of houses are going for sale. Lots of houses are being built. And I'm just like, but we're in the middle of a pandemic, so they say we don't have money. But people still got money because they're buying houses sure. and still moving. I would say it's it's turning back. Okay, not turning back, but I think it's kind of becoming somewhat normal. Mm-hmm. Like how it was prior to March 15th. Right. in March because um, a lot a lot more listings are coming up right? right because like I had mentioned in a ton of emails that I've sent out and just a lot of the updates that I do there's a huge wave of demand um, that poured into the market when we had what was it phase three like when they decided to open like gyms and actually sit dining in, in yeah. of restaurants and yeah. things like that so um, yeah no there's a huge wave of demand that was kind of pent up over the last few months when everyone was kind of making sure that they were home and as opposed to going out and buying, they they stayed inside, which Mm -hmm. is fair, like, to each their own. I don't ever encourage to put your health on the line just Mm -hmm. to go look for a house. Other people have other plans, but... Right. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so that basically happened, and now you're seeing a lot more listings as well because the same demand is the same amount of supply as well that was pent up and a lot of the people that had listings during the March month, right, going into April, majority of them terminated their listings because they didn't feel comfortable with having someone going through their house or multiple people. Mm-hmm. We had shut down all open houses, which are still in effect across uh, the Toronto Real Estate Board. Wow. Um, so that means virtual tours are then happening. Yeah. And funny enough, there was, like, such a high amount of uh, transactions happening with just virtual tours, yeah. Wow. Like, can you believe buying a house without even seeing it? Like, walking through it? I have to, like, feel the house, you know what I mean? And vision. Okay, this is where this is going to go, that's going to go. But to be seeing a 3D image online and be like, I want to buy it. Crazy. I guess people are just that desperate? I think so. Wow. I think it's definitely um, circumstantial, like, depending on what you have to do beforehand and what you need to do, like, after the fact. So if you have to move for work or if your children Mm -hmm. are starting school or whatever the case, like, it has to get done. Mm -hmm. And I don't blame them. It's just, you know, it's scary. Like, to think about. Um, And I don't think I would even feel comfortable. Like, I've even told my clients, they they would make offers on properties uh, without even seeing it and just taking my word for it. it would make me shit bricks. <laughs> I was like, no. I, I mean, I trust myself a lot, but I also don't want to be the person you come back and say, why did you choose this house? You know? Right. Dang. So you find, like, a lot of homeowners kind of just leave it up to you to make the decisions for them? Yeah, well, some of my clients, yeah. I think I've built a really good relationship with a lot of these people that they trust my judgment. Yeah. And my personal experience, even though it hasn't been that long. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it's flattering for sure. Yeah. Well, you're authentic and you know what you're talking about. So they just feel oh, yeah. comfortable, which makes it a whole lot easier. You trust me? Of course I trust you. As we <laughs> speak, people, y'all don't know this, but um, I'm looking to move. Not just me, myself, and my mom, because I still do live at home, um, are looking to move. And Caitlin is our real estate agent. She's been sending us listings 
um and then around the gta i'm trying to get out of the city i love the city <laughs> but living in it i know it's too much i need to go to the bush and even me saying that i never thought you would ever hear the words come out of my mouth i need to go move to the bush but the bush is where it's at and i can it's drive. so funny because i went through that phase and i think everyone does when they're in toronto is like I lived in Stouffville, or I still do. Mm-hmm. Stouffville's nice. It is. No, it's definitely, it's basically redeveloping mm-hmm. in certain areas. And one of, one part of the city, which is actually just beyond my house, um, they're in the, I would say the renewal stage where uh, they're building a lot more. So a lot of growth is happening as well. Right. In different parts of Stillville, um, and a ton of pre-construction project uh, projects. So like, there's about three or four different neighborhoods getting built right next to my house. Which, oh, nice. Yeah, super interesting. Yeah, because when initially I heard of thought of Stillville, I'm thinking like some Brantford type stuff, but it's literally like right after Markham. It is. It's yeah. so nice. I can still walk places. There's a bus, and there's a all that stuff. There we go. But that, I think that's also why the prices have been going up significantly because we've only lived there for about a decade. Mm. Right? So, okay. Like, yeah, like I was saying, because I keep getting distracted and going off on a tangent about something. That's okay. I was saying, I feel like everyone goes through that stage or that phase in their life when they're in Toronto, especially people in our generation, mm-hmm. where they want to live in a city and experience that life, the Toronto yeah. lifestyle. And I loved it. When I did. Mm-hmm. So this was back in 2017, obviously, before I met you. Yeah. I moved downtown by Sherborne and Bloor. Oh. In a uh, three-bedroom penthouse. Yeah. With, like, two other roommates. And honestly, the, the experience was something I've never experienced before. And it's so funny because I found that when I moved there, um, obviously, like, my mother and my family, they helped me move and everything. My mom actually used to work right there Mm -hmm. in that exact location so she's very familiar with the area and i find that everywhere that i go yeah in terms of life when it comes to canada or toronto it always somewhat aligns with whatever my mom did when she was young it's so (laughs) weird yeah i'm telling you so anyways yeah i lived downtown for a bit i loved it it's definitely not how everyone expects like oh you're gonna be going out partying you're gonna have this luxurious life Mm -hmm. you're gonna be in restaurants every other week it's like no. Yeah. I was in Toronto. I was basically doing what I would do in Stouffville, but in Toronto. Right. And it's a little bit more convenient for work. That's about it. And instead of you paying your mom's mortgage, you're paying someone else's mortgage. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, no. Now that I have understand uh, or I have a better understanding and I have more appreciation for money, I decided to move back home. And I think that freedom aspect of living by yourself I got that with having my own car and doing things for myself and taking a lot more responsibility at home yeah okay I'm so happy you said that because we need to talk about it because Caitlin knows she's my real estate agent and she's my friend but I'd be going back and forth like Caitlin you gotta hurry up and find us a house like sooner rather than later because my mom and I are going to kill each other (laughs) it's too much I myself yes I've been born and raised well born in Etobicoke, moved to Mississauga, and have been here ever since. But for college, I went to school out in Tennessee. So that's like complete bush. I mean, my school was near a farm. <laughs> oh near God. a farm. There's ca- I could hear cows. I could hear chickens. There's no sidewalk. There's no Uber. If you didn't have a car, you had to like bum a ride from like somebody like off your team because I played soccer yeah. or like from somebody else on campus because you could not walk anywhere. You'd be walking for like hours on end before you got anywhere that's crazy 
So at first it was like a shell shock because I'm used to city everything close by. <laughs> but then I got used to it. And then after I graduated, I um, had a roommate and we were like living on our own. I had a car. So I was like doing my thing, completely enjoying my freedom. Yeah. Um, but then my parents were just like, uh, it's a year out of college. You're really not doing anything. We really don't like the climate of what's going on with who is now elected president. So bring your ass back home. So I come back home. And it's just, like, I kind of felt like a fish out of water in my own house. Yeah. Because it's, like, I'm grown, but yet still I don't have the same freedom. And I'm just, like, what is going on here? I'm a prisoner. Like, am I five or am I, like, when did I move back home? Like, 23 or 24? Like, what's happening? I know. And I think that's also another thing, right? Because I was really stuck between, okay, I don't want to be a roommate anymore. I don't want to live with roommates. I feel Mm -hmm. better that... Or a little bit more comfortable if I live by myself because I know yeah. I'm comfortable with how I do things. And it's just adjusting to someone else's lifestyle is very hard, mm-hmm. I think, for anybody. Yeah. No one can be a roommate forever. Right. Unless you're a 50-year-old virgin. Yeah. But- like, the roommate <laughs> thing has to cut out now. Like, we're about to, I'm about to be 30. It's just, like, we're still living with roommates? Yeah. Ooh. So, I think at that point it was like, okay, well, I, I don't want to go back home. Right. And I think a lot of people, they feel like there's some sort of disappointment in that sense or they feel like they haven't uh like they moved out for no reason you know what i mean Mm -hmm. because it's like to leave your parents home and then to come back it's it takes a toll on you even though maybe not so big for some people it Mm -hmm. definitely does i don't know it makes you feel a certain way oh i was kicking and screaming to come back to canada (laughs) y'all i did not want to go why can't i remember when i got my scholarship i was so excited i'm like yes 14 hours away from home ain't nobody gotta tell me nothing can't check me i'm doing my own thing i only came home for summer and christmas so i was home three months out of the year at most um so yeah to be away for four or five years and then come back yeah it was weird because usually parents after college are like no like get the f out go do your thing where my parents were like no come back Back, you don't have to pay for bills you don't have to pay um for food whatever whatever i'm like y'all are sick in your head why do you want me to come back so much but then (laughs) i am an only child too and i am a girl so i can kind of understand but i'm 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 dying like i need i'm okay i'm not actually dying i'm being a little bit extra (laughs) but like i need my freedom i want out like by myself and a lot of people are just like but like it's your mom like how can you do that with that too i think even for the parents it's so different right like when your children are no longer living with you for my like for me at least my mom wasn't as on me Mm -hmm. and i think that's a lot of the experiences that i've heard from friends and family as well that have moved out where when they're under their parents' roof, it's a completely different dynamic because it's like you're under their roof, you're under their supervision. So they're very much like, where are you going? Who are you with? Like, you know what I mean? It's like you're in high school all over again. Story of my life. I drank a beer, y'all. A beer last night. And I left the bottle up in my room, so I put it downstairs in the recycling this morning. My mom looks at me. Oh, you're the one drinking off all the beer. I was like, what? Like, it's just a beer. I'm like, no, I haven't been. She's like, oh. You're an alcoholic? I said, listen, am I five <laughs> or am I 27? I cannot drink a beer in peace. Like, <laughs> I can't. No, I can't, y'all. I can't. I need my own place. But at the same time, uh, I spend too much money and I don't save. So I don't know how I would get my own place. I mean, I can. Yes. I, I. It's doable. But it's just like, bruh, I don't know. I want it now, but I don't have the money now. I feel you. 
I think that's everyone's problem right now. Yeah. Shit, the government don't even have money right now. I don't know how. All this free money they give yeah, away exactly. with CERB. Apparently, they're going to be implementing something else. It's not going to be called CERB, but it's going to be eligible for more people. Like, if your family member is sick and you have to stay home and take care of them. i seen that. Is that the one with, like, $500 a week or $500 every other week? I have no clue. Something I haven't looked that. into it because I'm about to stop working just so I can get it. <laughs> I'm kidding. I lied. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, I didn't say that. But this is, like, another thing, like, I'm worried about, too. Yes, I get service in place because people, like, are out of work but what will life look like once that's done like everything's gonna yeah, raise I this know. is just not free money this is all being taxed so if we're tripping about housing market it, and things being expensive now it's gonna triple i feel like it, there's no way that this like this lifestyle in general that the government has made for everybody it's not sustainable obviously which no. is why they've cut it right right and then they're implementing it again like i don't really understand what exactly the plan is and i don't think anyone does until the time comes right where i hope to god we don't go into um like a recession because because that won't be fun that will not no 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 i can't yeah can't happen but anyways enough about work and houses yes Okay, you're a boss, babe, but obviously you need time to yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you do to, like, chill out and relax? Uh, well, my routine right now, or was, because, like, it's about to cut off tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Why tomorrow? Because of COVID. Oh, my God. They're shutting down the gyms. Oh, I thought they already shut them down. Or was Only it just... in Toronto and Peel. This is why people are flying out, going to, like, York Region, eh? Who is going? Bear people are going to York Region to go to restaurants, I know for a fact, because everything in Peel and Toronto was shut down. But now York Region is under restrictions because they have COVID cases there now because everyone from everywhere else is going there. going there. Yeah. But Durham's still open. Funny, right? Wow. Yeah. Wow. So dumb. But anyways... Um, yeah, so my morning routine right now, it looks like I wake up kind of whenever I want, but not really because my schedule, like I I can't sleep in later than nine. Mm -hmm. I'll go to the gym. Um, and I kind of just like use that as opportunity to like meditate and Mm -hmm. it's like therapeutic at this point for me. It's Mm -hmm. not even to work out and like, I don't necessarily have a goal. I just want to stay healthy. Right. So yeah, I've been going to the gym uh, I usually have my phone on do not disturb because then I'll be pinged with emails and not get anything done. And now with the uh, workout restrictions in place, mm-hmm. uh, you only have an hour in good life. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, basically I do uh, like a full session and then I'll leave. I usually get my cup of coffee or tea and just hang out. I'll probably listen to a few podcasts and mm-hmm. then... Um, I'm ready to go, start my day, answer my emails, take phone calls, and now that I have the luxury of working from home as opposed to going into the office because it's me and my business partner that are in that one little office space, and obviously we're not, um, what do you say, or how do you call it, uh, we're not invincible, so right. we could get infected depending on who we're in contact with, and because we reach out to so many clients every single day, and or in contact with so many different people mm-hmm. you don't know right um so yeah that's kind of what my day looks like and then I finish work whenever that is nice. and I come home and I just relax and wind down mm-hmm. literally wind down <laughs> <laughs> yes wine is amazing oh my gosh I've literally bought 
I wouldn't even say I'm an alcoholic because really and truly, if you were in my position, you'd drink too. Mm-hmm. But um, I would Babe, get, like, I was already drinking from like the other draw we worked at. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my white wine, my red wine, and mm-hmm. my fridge. And then I decide which one I'm going for. Nice. Are you more of like sweet, semi sweet, yeah. or dry? Sweet. Yes, yeah, sweet wine's the best. Yeah. Like ice wine? Mmm. Moscato. Rose. Yeah, no. My favorite. My favorite is uh, Jacob's Creek. Ah, uh, yes. You need to try Ban- you need to try Ban Rock then if you like yeah. Jacob's Creek. It's so good. And you need to try this blueberry wine. It's from Muskoka Lakes. Are they're you a- like sold out everywhere really i literally have to hunt for like that wine really so everyone that i put on it <laughs> they're like why the hell did you put me on this <laughs> wine i can't find it in any lcbo i'm like i know it's so mm. good must have it is okay so in terms of hanging out with friends have you been doing much of that during this time should i say it yes you should <laughs> talk that, the truth I, mean, I have yes um to a degree like we obviously are following covid policies like right. having only 10 people inside um and then outside i'm not an outside type of girl anyway so mm-hmm. especially in this weather i'm going inside yeah it's cold we don't got time to be frolicking yeah. all over the place exactly um and a lot of my friends they are working too right so it's either one-on-one or um a friend's birthday comes up and we go for dinner but mm-hmm Nothing crazy. No one's going to know clubs. Yeah. No. The cl- I feel like the club thing for me, too, that was, like, already dead, like, post-COVID. Facts. I feel like last time I went to a club was, like, two years ago for my birthday. <laughs> really, though? Yeah. I'm over it. I fight people when I go to the club. I, I think I went to Cube. Yeah. Was it? Cube was, like, the last place I went. No, I went this year. This year? Where not you going? No, it was last year. I'm lying. I didn't. I went to Toy Box earlier this year. I'm such a liar. Sorry, y'all. February? I went to Toy Box? <laughs> I need to go through my memories. We don't right? We don't even hell? know what the hell was happening. Toy Box was the last place I went. Right before COVID. Was it like January or February times? I had to have been. Yeah. Toy Box, I think, was the last place I went. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, Toy Box was this year. Was I'm really going to pull it up because I want to know where the heck I was for New Year's. Dude, isn't that terrible? Oh, New I Year's went for dinner to SDK. Oh, I spent... Oh, excuse me. Posh life. <laughs> I wanted to... I didn't even want to go out. I Man, I fucking regret it because I wish I did because now we're not going nowhere. Right? Uh, where did I spend New Year's? Oh, I was in New Jersey, so I spent it actually in New York City this year with family and that's another thing bro i have my family out in jersey i fly out to jersey every holiday and i have to be stuck in canada toronto for that not looking forward to it but it is what it is yeah man we gotta make peace with the things we can't change right or maybe i should just fly to vancouver or something i don't know yeah somewhere Right. I was saying I will literally just drive anywhere. Right. <laughs> right. I know I've never just to been, get out of the city. I've never been to Montreal. Really? Never ever. So like I wonder if Montreal Blanc is like still gonna be a thing. You should go. Right? With COVID though, like what the f- Montreal Blanc. Well Montreal used to be like the club central, like everyone would go there to go play. Right. So what's that gonna look like? And then we always have the Christmas market in Toronto. Mm-hmm. And I've never been, because anytime I try to go, my friends always flop on me. So, like, ew, is that going to be a thing? Or are you going to have to, like, drive through? 
drive through it probably this year if that's even possible no the christmas market because they have um like the stands right for like food and stuff like that yeah well they could kind of do like rib fest because rib fest was like drive through this year there was a rib fest in stovall that happened i was like why is this happening yeah drive you just have to drive no it it wasn't drive it was come out your car like they blocked the roads off really yeah were they allowed to they're not allowed to do that where were the covid police i didn't want to go close i would have drove into it because i would (laughs) have told them like why are you even open do you not understand what's going on right now how did they get away with that that's crazy. I don't, I don't eat pork, so I, I ain't complaining. I mean, I'm, I know pork's not good for you, but the ribs, they be good. They be hitting <laughs> with some proper sauce. They mm. hit different. Yum, yum, yum. <sighs> Anyways, love, what are your goals for the remainder of the year? Survive. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> um, one of my biggest goals... Okay, so I had a goal to hit... I want to make um, a net of, like, 85000 mm, Okay. If it's possible. Yeah. I think it is. We'll see. I'll keep you updated. Yes, girl. <laughs> it's totally doable. Um, and hopefully 15, like, total sales. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we will see. It's my first year. I'm trying to be easy on myself, and everyone's like, you have such high expectations. Like, people don't usually get this number of sales in one year. Yeah. I guess their first year. Yeah. But, you know, I'm a different breed. Yeah, you set the bar high. Yeah, man. Good for you. What are you looking forward to most for 2021? Um, I'm looking forward to no more masks. If that's even... If that's a thing. I doubt it. But you know what? Maybe towards the end of next year. We'll have to I hope so. I say this literally every episode. I should be, like, the new spokesperson for OVO. I need OVO back. If I don't get to go to an OVO fest in, like, 2021, I don't know. Or any I haven't concert. actually went to OVO fest ever. Okay. My first OVO was last year. Shout out to my girl, Nikki, because she's the one that dragged me. She took me um, on the Sunday. It was, like, B2K and, like, Bobby Valentino. Oh, my God. And that was, like, phenomenal. I wish. It's, like, my 10-year-old self back again, like, singing all the B2K songs. And then the Monday, I was texting my best friend, Morgan, and she was just, like, you're trying to go to OVO today? And I'm just, like, yo, say no more. I called out of work, Mm -hmm. and we literally left here at about, like, 2 o'clock and went and got scalper tickets down there. And we had the time of our lives. I cried real tears when Chris Brown came on stage. I promise you. It was it was great. He brought out everybody. All people who couldn't cross the border, like little baby Gucci Man, crossed the border wow. for OVO. It was like Gucci Man, little baby, Rick Ross, Meg Thee Stallion, Offset, Cardi B, YG, Popcon, Meek Mill, Chris Brown. And I think that was it. Yeah, I cried real tears. Real That's tears. crazy. It was great. Man, was I wish so, I came. It was so much fun. And, like, nothing beats a Drake concert. That's, like, an actual, like, experience that you need to have at least once in your life. Yeah. It was great. No Trey songs. No Trey songs. But Trey songs should. Should come down. That was I feel like no one's coming here. <laughs> right. There's no concerts happening anytime soon. And you know what's so funny? My friends and I were planning to go see Pop Smoke because he was supposed to come in oh, yeah. February. And then I think that same week is when he died. And we were just like, damn. Right. Yeah. That was so 
upset. All right, Very. pop smoke. I still do his little dance and I get super excited. Anyways, babe, thanks so much for coming through and chatting. Love you much. Do you want to drop your social media handles? Yeah, for sure. So, guys, follow me on IG. The ad is caitlin.e.hartley. I don't know if you know how to spell my name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she'll tag me in it. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. And then you can uh, DM me directly there if you want to have uh, some more talks about real estate life and anything else in between do you know you have a website for your real estate page i do what so is that that's uh carolfoderick.com okay that's basically where we put all of our listings um oh. and any sort of quotes inspirational quotes basically nice contact info okay all right cool you guys heard it first go follow caitlin go get the buzz going about her and reach out to her for all of your real estate needs and as always, thank you guys for tuning in. And remember, go forth and make it make sense to you. Until next time. Bye. Bye.